0: Is it worth visiting a summer sun destination for a break out of season? Join me as we visit the French Riviera in the south of France in the middle of winter. Hello, I'm Gary Bembridge and this is Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast. My travel reviews and recommendations based on the first-hand experiences I gain from the up to two to three times a month I travel all over the world. To find out more, you can visit the website at tipsfortravelers.com or mytravelreviews.com where you'll find links show notes, how to subscribe, individual episodes and many photo and video galleries. It's now time for this episode of Tips for Travellers. Nice, the glamorous holiday resort of Nice is situated in the south of France in the Côte d'Azur or the French Riviera. It's situated between the ultra-rich playground of Monaco and Cannes, the place synonymous with movies and movie stars. The large airport of Nice serves this very large and popular area and as a result It is actually the second busiest airport in France after Charles de Gaulle in Paris. And the minute you land, you know that this area is a rich person's playground, as large private planes are strewn around the airport. I visited Nice for five days over the New Year period, so slap bang in the middle of winter. And is it to be recommended visiting the French Riviera known for its sunny summer days? Absolutely. It is, of course, out of season. Although, in fact, the flights from London post-Christmas were surprisingly packed, our flight was completely 100% full. Car rentals were very difficult to find online, with many of the well-known rental companies having absolutely nothing on offer. So it seems that visiting the French Riviera in New Year, in the middle of winter, is one of the glamorous things the rich, the famous or certainly the aspirational do. And three things really, really stood out for me about the type of people visiting the French Riviera at this time of year. We saw huge amounts of fur coats, which you don't really see in London. It's probably not very PC to do that in London. Secondly, we saw lots of women, and men for that matter, wearing extremely large and very dark sunglasses with very large and ostentatious designer logos um, on the side, be it Chanel be it Dolce Cabana, Gabbana, be it Versace, but fur coats, huge big dark sunglasses and smoking. Lots and lots of smoking in the streets, in the bars, in the restaurants, smoking, smoking, smoking. And a lot of Italians because Nice, Monaco, Cannes are all with very easy driving distance of Italy. So I'm not saying all of them were Italian, but there was very much a definite type of look. So... What will I cover in this Tips for Travellers Global Travel Destination podcast about Nice and the French Riviera out of season? I'm going to tell you very briefly about Nice, Cannes, Monaco and Antibes, which are all within easy travelling distance of each other. And I'm going to give you a couple of tips about what to do if you're visiting Nice and the surrounding area out of season, which probably will also be useful if you're visiting it in season. So here goes. My first tip is actually as I've suggested in the opening, is make sure that you book a hotel well in advance. Out of season and booking advance normally means bargains, but clearly somewhere like Nice and the French Riviera appears to be quite popular out of season, so make sure you do it in advance. We've got a great deal at um, a, a hotel, which I'll talk about in more detail, and I have links and a little video clip on the site. But uh, it's a great hotel called um, Palais de la Mediterranea, and I'll, as I said, I've got links on the show notes. We actually found it through searching through tripadvisor.com. And if those of you have listened to my um, online destination recommendation podcast, you know that TripAdvisor is a site that I strongly recommend. So book a hotel in advance. You can get great deals. As I mentioned, we stayed at the um, Palastella. Stella Mediterranean, which is an art deco building. It had been closed for 25 years and only reopened in the 5th of January 2004. It got very good reviews and it is a stunning, stunning hotel. So that's the first thing. Make sure you book in advance as we did. The second thing to do if you're visiting out of season is make sure you book a hotel with plenty of facilities that are going to occupy you. You are there out of season, so you're not going to be doing the whole beach thing. You're not going to be outdoors a lot. So you want to make sure it's got restaurants, it's got gyms, it's got spas, and in in fact with the Palastella Mediterranean, it had a a pretty nice gym, not a very large gym, but a nice gym. It had um, a swimming pool, it had uh, saunas, etc. And it also had a casino, which actually in the end wasn't very great, but it did have a casino. So try and book a hotel which has um, plenty of good facilities. The third thing I would say, um, and it's kind of implied by what I'm suggesting anyway, is stay in Nice. And hire a car. Now, the reason I'm choosing Nice is it's actually in the centre of all the places that you're going to kind of fan out and and visit. And it is actually not as busy and as manic as some of the other places, but it's actually also very beautiful. So hire a car. Now, it's very easy to get into Nice from the airport. Extremely easy. Now, if you're American, they drive on the same same side as the Americans. If you're English, you have to get a little bit used to driving on on the other side. But it's a very easy way uh, to get from the airport. Into Nice, and that's the other advantage. You basically come out of the airport onto the Promenade de Anglais, and it's just straight in there to all of the major hotels along the beachfront. And because you booked early, you will of course have um, one of the hotels on the beachfront. Now, because it's cold, the temperatures range from about naught up to about eight or nine degrees Celsius. You're going to want to do. You're not going to want to do outdoor things. You're going to Want to be exploring the countryside, like Cannes and Monte Carlo, and so hiring a car is very important because by the time you've rented, it's going to uh, taxis or whatever, or, um, or go on tours, you're going to end up spending as much as as hiring a car. So that's my third tip. The fourth tip, which I've kind of alluded to anyway, is stay in Nice because it is in the middle of, of, of places. Now Nice itself, there's not a lot to do in Nice because it really is a a, a, a summer holiday resort and very much geared around that. But you have this very beautiful long promenade, promenade anglais, which stretches right along for, for for quite some distance, and it's very pretty along there, um, with quite a stony beach. But you so you can walk along the beach, but very nice, broad, widespread promenades to to walk along. Now, what's interesting about. Nice and this Promenade Anglais. is Nice has a very strong history and very strong link to the UK and to England and in fact Nice kind of was popularized by the English aristocracy who would go in summer in Nice taking a lead from Queen Victoria who liked that of escaping uh, out out, um, into the beautiful sunshine and so the aristocracy, the English aristocracy kind of Took on Nice, and you'll find quite a lot of English touches to it. You know, you have the English church and pronard anglais, etc. But within Nice, <clears throat> to be honest, there's not a lot to do. There is a bus tour you can go on. You know, often, as those of you will know, one of my normal tips is is to, to take one of the the bus tours. I'm not actually recommending it this time around because Nice is there's not a huge amount of stuff to do. So I think you can actually just do it yourself through ambling around. So, what is there to do in Nice? Well, the Promenade is the place to go. You walk up and down there, everyone goes up and down there. You've got your rollerbladers, cyclists, um, and it's a real great people-watching place. There is a very small harbour at the end of the Promenade Anglais, which is worth visiting if you want to, but I'm actually going to talk more about other places which have better harbours to go and visit. There are some museums, and probably the most uh, important of the museums is the Matisse museum. Now he painted many paintings in, in Nice. He actually died in Nice in 1954 and he he left a whole pile of paintings and, and, and stuff in the area. Now Nice is interesting because it does have quite a strong tie into um, art and artists and um, a lot of it to do around the, the war. During the war when France was, was occupied for a while, um, Nice was kind of um, in, in a kind of a neutral area. Um, it was eventually kind of occupied and then eventually liberated in 1944 when the Allies came in. It was actually occupied by the Italians um, for a while because it was so close to Italy when the Italians were, were kind of on side with Germany. Um, a lot of artists after the war and and, and both before war and after war kind of were attracted to nice and, and it became a bit of a kind of a cultural hub for a while but um, as I said the Matisse museum is probably the best known of of, of all of the museums there are in terms of strolling around you know there's there's some nice shopping areas the shopping area is not particularly great in Nice and they do have some pedestrianized areas but it's not particularly special and I was going to mention if you want to go ambling through kind of nice curving streets and attractive st- streets there's other places like Antibes which are better to do and the pedestrianised areas basically kind of got chain stores and stuff so it's so not Great. But it's a very beautiful place in terms of on the beachfront you have the nice hotels and it's a nice kind of place to be centered. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of restaurants catering to all types of food, all kind of budgets, all within a very easy walking distance. So tip number four is to stay in Nice. The next tip, which is tip number five, is to spend a day in Monaco. Now, you've had a car, and the drive-out is really quite stupendous. You kind of weave your way up this, 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 this mountain and over down the other side into, into Monte Carlo, and it really is great. And as you drive, there are a couple of places, not that many actually, to stop where you can go and take some photographs looking back towards Nice. Um, so that's worth doing. But, but it really is quite it is quite magical now, once you get into monte Carlo it 's quite easy to find your way around the place. But basically follow the signs to the casino, and there 's some underground parking underneath the very famous casino and The reason for that is 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 a couplefold: first of all, the tourist centre is based in a park which is just above the underground parking, which is actually very reasonably priced, surprisingly in Monte Carlo. Um, and the, the parking is really deep down. And, and, and if you look at the pictures of of, of Monte Carlo, you'll see that every kind of square inch has just got um, apartment blocks crammed into this very small space. And what they've done is they've basically gone down wherever they can so that the, the parking garages are very deep in the ground and, as I mentioned, relatively inexpensive. So <clears throat> follow the signs to the casino, park underground. the ground. The tourist center is there, and they... You can go and get some very good maps, very good detailed maps and various brochures, etc. The main thing to really do, I think, um, w- in, in Monte Carlo is just kind of soak up the wealth, if you like. Because walking all over the street are people just dressed in obviously very expensive clothes um, and, and and obviously kind of loaded, if you like. And then you stroll down to the harbour now. Because it's out of season, you've got most of the... The, the, the boats and the private yachts are kind of um, wintered there, so they're basically sitting there. So you get to see all these incredible private yachts. I mean, I'm calling them yachts, but they're really ships. And just it's just amazing wandering around looking at these stunning yachts, which are all kind of being maintained um, and, I guess, overhauled or whatever during the, the winter period. And you can just stroll around this harbour and it's, you get some beautiful pictures. It's very interesting, lots of people watching. Now... One of the things that seems a common thread in, Paris and, uh, sorry, in France and in and, and the French Riviera at Christmas time is they all have these Christmas fairs everywhere. So there's one kind of in, in Nice, but there's one in, in, in Monte Carlo, which is right there um, on the front, and it has a very small kind of, um, you know, Ferris wheel on and, and a few bits and pieces. But they have quite a nice little fair selling all bits and pieces and a nice ice rink. So it's quite a nice Christmassy kind of wintry thing going on there, and you can spend a bit of time there. The thing to do, though, is is to just keep walking. So you walk down... Round, all the way around the harbour to the other, to right to the other side onto the harbour wall, where you can get a view of some more commercial ships coming in. Then, if you basically loop round there, there's kind of a little pathway you can loop round, and you go around um, basically the sort of a, a bit of a mountain, which you keep walking on to get to the very famous aquarium, which is, was established in the early. Part of the last century, and it's a very famous um, aquarium. It's called an Oceanographic something or other, basically, but it's it's quite an amazing place and has a great history and incredible displays. And just a little bit further on from that, of course, is the palace where you can actually go and, um, depending on the time of the year, actually have a look around the palace. Now, I, in this trip, I didn't actually go around the palace, but um, there are public parts, a bit like Kim Buckingham Palace when it opens, you can you can go around. But basically, this, the real thing with um, with this time of the year, even though it's a little bit chilly, is you know, wrapped up warm and just walk around, people watching, and there are just loads and loads and loads of people strolling around. And then you walk back, once you've done all that, to just by the the, the harbour, and there's um, some bars and things, and you'll see all those pictures in the windows of all the various celebrities, Rod Stewart's, but anyone who's basically kind of, you know, they frequent these bars when, I guess, they're coming in the yachts, or they're staying in the yachts, and it's really just a great place to kind of soak up and and, and kind of spot celebrity, etc., so that's definitely worth a full day. Now if you want to, you could also spend time in the evening there because you the great thing to do is to go into the casino. Now you have to pay about 10 euros um, to go into the casino. So what's that about 12 13 14 US dollars. But it is worth paying because this building is is almost like a palace and um, you know you have to be over 21 and you you can't be dressed too scruffily. Um, and at night you need to be dressed um, smartly to go into the casino. But it is just an incredible place. And even if you just go into the lobby, you don't have to pay to go in. You can go to the lobby and just look at, 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 at the painted ceilings and everything well worth having a look at. So that's the, 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 the my fifth tip is spend a lot of time in, in, in Monte Carlo and Monaco. And, and do it early in your trip when you, you're still happy to do lots of walking and, and that kind of stuff. The next thing to do the next day would be to go to Antibes. Antibes is kind of in the opposite direction from, from Monte Carlo. It's about 20 kilometers um, outside of, of Nice. Now in Antibes, again, this is a place to just go and meander and soak up stuff. There's a Picasso museum there. Now Picasso lived in the, in, in the area. And he kind of left a collection of paintings and, and, and drawings and things that he did when he when he left, basically. So there's a Picasso museum that you can go and have a look at. Um, I mentioned a little bit earlier, they have um, quite a big pedestrianised area, which I guess is the old town. And that's very nice to meander on because there's much more interesting shops than there is, say, in Nice. And there's more little patisseries and, and little bakeries and little... Um, uh, restaurants and, and just much more interesting shops, and it's these really nice curving, swerving little roads, and, and it's really nice to, to meander around again. And if you're going out of season, you'll have this very nice kind of Christmas fair again, and. Um, then, then once you've meandered all through these, you also can look at the old historical city walls, which are still very well intact. And you can just meand around those and take a look at those. And then, of course, there's the harbour now. The harbour is probably second to to Monaco uh, in terms of, of the the yachts and things there. And I'd always look at Cannes has been the place that has great yachts. But certainly in winter, it seems to be on Antibes is, is really the place. And the most incredible yachts you see. In the, and you tend to see more of the kind of the ship, type yachts then I'm guessing it's perhaps it's it's slightly cheaper or something to, to store them in tebes with a more space or, or something like that. And you really get uh, to very close to the yachts um, because of the way they're laid out and, and, and some great pictures. And you'll see some of the pictures if you want to visit the, 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 the site tips for travellers and go to the photo galleries. So that would be my, my next tip to do, the the next thing to do. And it's worth spending a day there, um, meander around, um, have a meal. The only thing I would say if you go at Christmas time is do go and have a look in the city square. They have the most alarming, and I'm sorry if you're from Antibes and offended by this, but the most alarmingly and bizarre Christmas display, which I have some pictures of. And I think what they're supposed to be is, you know those little um, things that, that you shake and it has snow in it, they're supposed to be these things and there's all nativity scenes and it's just very quite bizarre and some very unreal looking penguins and um, reindeers and it's just quite unusual. And that was almost a little bit alarming. And so it's worth going to have a look at, at, at the pictures of those on the Tips for Travellers and look at the, 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 the photo gallery site or if you visit the show notes. The other thing to do then is to go to Cannes. And that's, again, I would do as another day trip. Now, Cannes is a place I've visited and spent a little bit of time at. And Cannes is a place that's never really excited me. Obviously, Cannes has a lot of history and and is perceived as being extremely glamorous because of the Cannes Film Festival every year in the summer and also the big advertising film festival. But in reality, Cannes is... Unlike, say, Nice, or unlike Antibes even, and certainly unlike Monte Carlo, it seems they had a lapse of judgment at some point in time in terms of the buildings allowed to be built. So you have some very grubby, almost 70s, late 60s kind of buildings. Like the actual centre where the Elder festival is is a bit of a monstrosity. Um, this horrible, nasty kind of concrete building, a bit like Festival Hall and, and South Bank in, in London, which was built just after the war. It, it's not an attractive building at all. Um, but, of course, you want to go and see it because this is where the the, the the film festival happens, and I was very lucky once to go to a big do at the end of the advertising festival once in, in, in there. So if you actually stroll along the, 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 the beachfront there, um, it's very, very busy. It's much busier than than any of the other places. It's, so it's really a, it's much more of a magnet for places that... You, but you stroll along the whole beachfront with the big hotels. While, and, and you've got this whole mixture. You've got like hotels like the Hilton Hotel, which, again, is not a very attractive building. Next to the absolutely stunning Carlton Hotel, which is the one that, that the big stars stay at, at at the Camp Film Festival. An absolutely beautiful, beautiful hotel that's, that, again, you can see photographs of. And a little bit further down, the Hotel, hotel Martinez, which I was very lucky enough to, to stay at um, a couple of years ago when I was... Um, I uh, had, had won a prize, actually, to go to the Advertising Film Festival there. And and again, but, but there's, there's some very bizarre kind of mixture of stuff, and and, and it just doesn't feel as classy as, as you would expect Cannes to be. I'm sure if you go there in summer, it is very stunning and very glamorous, but in out-of-season, it's not. There are, of course, though, because of the nature of Cannes, lots of designer shops. And on the way back to Nice, visit the Auto Museum on, on the A8, as you head back from Cannes, so go on the actual toll motorway, this time and you'll see the automobile museum which which is a very large museum has a couple of hundred cars particularly focusing on rallies and stuff and so that's well worth visiting so that's kind of the things to do if you really want to do something very touristy the only other thing which which um, i would suggest is a tip to do i didn't do on this trip but i have done it before because it is fun worth doing is to go to visit one of the perfume factories now most of the perfume factories. Are situated um, in grass, Grasse, G R A S S E, and some of the most famous, in fact, perfume factories are in in, in Grasse, um, and um, like the Moulinard, which has which has been going since eighteen forty nine, which is which is well worth visiting in Grasse. And Grasse is also really the centre, the traditional centre of, of the perfume industry. But if you head up towards um, uh, Monaco, there's also a couple on the way there, so you could either do this on the way there or or, or on the way back. So that then is um, the French Riviera out of season. It really is well worth um, doing. We spent four days there and and we were just very, very busy. And that was probably about the right time to spend there. We could easily have probably spent another day. And just chill out a little bit more. So, the tips, therefore, is make sure you book a hotel well in advance. You, it is out of season, but make sure that you book it in advance. Book a hotel with lots of facilities to occupy and keep you busy. Hire a car because you are going to want to, because you're out of season. Travel around. Stay in Nice because it is in the center of things and that's the thing to do. Make sure you do Monaco and Monte Carlo early on because there's it's just very beautiful and is well worth spending a lot of time walking around. Visit Antibes um, with the Picasso Museum, the shop. Um, through the little meandering um, lanes and the yachts go to Cannes, although out of season it's not as quite as glamorous as in season and if you want to do the tourist thing go to the perfume factories and buy yourself some kind of uh, rip-off fragrances or some of the famous fragrances, they'll tell you it's exactly the same but obviously they're not, they're kind of more looky likey. You've been listening to Tips for Travellers the Global Travel Destination Podcast with Gary Benbridge. To find out more, visit the Tips for Travellers website at tipsfortravellers.com. That's all one word and spelt the UK way with two L's. That's tipsfortravellers.com or mytravelreviews.com. There you'll find contact details, links and much, much more. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, search on iTunes or Yahoo Podcast for Tips for Travellers.